0: My girlfriend and i we bought six hundred dollars worth of weed
1: are you kidding damn no that's like uh what you pay when you're gonna start dealing an ounce each yeah
0: yeah that's damn that's a well, lot that's, in high in high school my friends they would buy an ounce of weed mm-hmm. and then you sell seven of the eighth of the ounce and then that pays for the eighth you smoke
1: nice that's good economics
0: that's a little tip for all the high school kids out there.
1: Your your friends were, you were friends with smart businessmen.
0: That's just the way it is. You know, mm-hmm. that's how you do it.
1: Uh, um, well, I'm pretty happy that we lost that one episode. I gotta say it's pretty cool. Yeah, We
0: all, uh, we lost the vice squad episode. We just have, yeah. a- we just have Adam's audio.
1: Yeah. And it's really good audio. There's a lot of good stuff in there, but it kind of just doesn't without the context of, what you're saying it doesn't really have the same juice
0: well i didn't think it was a very good episode but i did think the highlight was adam's story about (laughs) the time he he met a hooker at a gas station and (laughs) she tried to have sex with him for money and he turned her down but then she asked for a ride and he drove her to a hotel
1: no the ride was like the setup for her you know uh uh making money off of me and i said no but then she ended up getting money out of me anyway so i just like drove her around and then gave her money and got nothing that's bad economics well besides that yeah the old meth meth methy prostitute sucked me off besides that
0: so you drove her to a
1: I don't right. know what that, <laughs> what do you want me to just tell the story again?
0: let it's here the story, you drove her to a hotel.
1: Uh, no, I drove her to, well I drove her out into the boonies like 10 minutes out, like where it's like there's no street lights or anything, it's like country shit, um, and there was a house there that was completely dark, and she got out and was like knocking on the windows and like looking in and be like, hey, you there? And nobody was there, she came back. And she's like, I guess nobody's there. Can you take me back, Uh, basically to where we were, where we came from, and uh, and so I was like, all right. And then I dropped her off at the Bambi Motel. So, uh, yeah.
0: Don't you think she was meeting a John at that house?
1: No, I. The whole thing, I think, was a was a. uh, I think the whole thing was a way to get her in my car, where she can be like, hey, I'll, you know. Tickle your balls or whatever. and uh, But I didn't want to do that, so I just had to drive her and then drop her back off, basically. But the, maybe you don't think... maybe I was the John at, that would have gone into that house if she... You're not the John. You're the Rube. There's no Rube in the John sex worker relationship. There's not a third okay. guy.
0: I got to break this down, so don't <laughs> interrupt me like a million times like you normally do. Uh, okay, okay.
1: I'll, I'll try.
0: So... She would have had sex with you for money in the car. Okay. So she she was not driving you to the house to have sex with you there. If she's staying at a hotel, she's not going to be living at that house. I'm assuming the guy in the house was either a, a John or a drug dealer.
1: Or like her pen, right? Well, let me tell you—oh, uh, wait, you didn't want me to <laughs> interrupt. But I, yeah. I just want to say that, like, it felt like a show when she got out, and she was—it felt like she was, like— doing a thing where it's like, obviously nobody's there. What are you doing? Let's just go. So, but continue. Sorry. I don't want to interrupt your story about my experience.
0: It sounds like a really bad Red Dead Redemption 2 side mission <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
0: It'd be like Arthur picked Arthur. up a prostitute. He felt bad for her. She hits on him while he's giving her a ride.
1: Yeah, horseback.
0: And he says No. I mean, it would have been funny uh, if you just, if it was me, I would have just driven away when she was at the house. (laughs) There's no way she would have gotten back in my car.
1: Yeah, I know. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, I I guess. It it, it was just, I was like, taught, like, helping out a person. That's all it felt like. So, and then I didn't, I didn't connect the dots that the whole thing was like a, a way to rob you. Or yeah, a way to juice me out of twenty bucks. What Fucking well, know, the easy way or the hard way.
0: She got it the easy way. So <laughs> yeah, she got just it gave it the her, easiest way ju- possible. So after driving her around, you paid her twenty dollars.
1: <laughs> she asked me when I dro- when I was when we stopped at the Bambi Motel, she was like, Hey, can I have twenty bucks? And I was like all right, can I have some money? And I opened my wallet and there was only a twenty. And I was like, Fuck. So I, and I gave her I gave her money. And then I realized later driving home, I was like, Oh I just like Basically, paid a sex worker to just sit in my car as I drove her around. Like that's my kink. That's my weird. You just
0: bust, and that's when you busted
1: (laughs) (laughs) on the drive home (laughs) immediately at that realization. Um. So yeah, basically, you're
0: basically a taxi driver.
1: Yeah, yeah, basically. But I, the the a taxi driver that gives the passenger money at the end.
0: If you were. If you had your own taxi cab, what number would be on your taxi? Cab?
1: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sixty-nine is already taken by Ernest, so can't pick that one. That's right. That's right. Yeah, Ernest in this and save in our Ernest saves Christmas. He drive his taxi cab, and his glove. People talk a lot about the glove box shot where he opens his glove box and there's a bumper sticker that says "Keep Christ in Christmas." Uh but. To me, the thing that stands out the most is that his taxi cab number is sixty nine, and they show it a lot. So that's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. What did the like? What a what a? <laughs> who is that? The, the people who are and appreciating the "Keep Christ and Christmas" bumper sticker are they not? Are they seeing the sixty nine and just being like, "That's a nice, yeah, you know, symmetrical looking number. Nothing weird about that."
0: Well. I think it's very true to that like I mean Ernest is a Florida guy in this in this movie, you know oh, he's yeah. uh he's Christian and he likes to swing, he's in the sixty nineties. yeah, he's that is a very sex. Florida
1: guy thing that's true, that's the twist on of the Florida thing because it's the south it's very you know, but it's horny. yeah, but it's horny exactly,
0: but the other thing is you could say that it's not. He didn't give himself that cab number.
1: Sure, the man. Oh, you mean like the the coastal elites gave him that? The bosses.
0: Well, no, he's at the cab co, and he just is given a cab.
1: Oh, well, sure, he, but that. What do you mean? What, what do you mean?
0: <laughs> well, I'm saying his his character could be Christian. He could. Be, his character in his glove box. He could have a keep Christ in Christmas pamphlet he can be into Christmas but it's not like he owns the cab he works for a cab company yeah
1: but he could you know so, that could be his number like 23 for Michael Jordan he could be like hey can I be 69 it's me well, Ernest
0: of course what was his number in slam dunk Ernest oh fuck
1: that's the question is he a cab I don't think he's a cab I think he's a has a different job in every Ernest movie actually because in the Ernest goes to camp he's a janitor I think at the camp uh
0: yeah he cleans the toilet and goes ew <laughs> yeah.
1: basically just so he can go
0: want to guess his number and slam down ernest
1: is it a cab is he a cab driver
0: no he's a fucking basketball oh
1: player. sure yeah oh i see what you're saying um uh <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> you thought he was, was... <laughs> a
0: cab driver were you made a Michael Jordan reference. <laughs> I
1: get it. I get it. I get it. No, what is his number <laughs> to Slamdale Curtis? Guess. 69. What would be a
0: funny No. No. Um,
1: 23? Is it 23? No. <laughs> okay. I'll
0: give you one more guess to guess a funny number. Uh, one. Zero.
1: Oh. Oh. That's like a trick question. He's a zero. Damn. That's cool. Um, yeah, there's a lot of Ernest movies. This is the... The uh, the crazy thing about Ernest Saves Christmas is that it's the second Ernest movie. Where he's like... I mean, I guess they, a bunch, they it gets pretty wild immediately after... I thought that Ernest Goes to Jail would be the second movie because it's still like based in some sort of reality. You know? But it's like they... He goes to camp... And then they immediately have him save Christmas right after that.
0: So you don't consider Dr. Otto and the Riddle of the Gloombeam the first Ernest movie? Fuck no. Because it is.
1: Well, it's not an Ernest movie. Yeah, it is. He's like the protagonist in it? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. I, I
0: I did a lot of research into Ernest. So basically what happened is Jim Varney was a stand-up comic okay Mm -hmm. he he was at he performed at the comedy store he was a paid regular
1: oh he was an la comic yeah
0: he i mean he he knew he was friends with robin williams you know he would have been friends with dave letterman
1: was he friends with freddie mercury
0: what is that in reference to? (laughs) oh i thought
1: didn't him and freddie mercury have sex
0: uh, possibly. I mean, Freddie Mercury, according to the movie Bohemian Rhapsody, fucked a lot of guys on tour. Um, but, yeah, so Jim Varney was a stand-up. He was on The Tonight Show with Carson, but didn't really... I think he only made one appearance.
1: Okay. He didn't get invited and to the, the couch.
0: I couldn't find the clip, mm-hmm. but I'm assuming if he was only on once. And then... In the early 80s, he made a commercial in Atlanta where he played this character, Ernest. Now, the whole character of Ernest also is based on an Andy Griffith character.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, Which character?
0: Uh, I don't know, but there's like a town hillbilly named Ernest with a different last name.
1: In the Andy Griffith show?
0: Yeah. So, Damn. once he, he made this commercial and it was a, it did well. And him and the director of all the Ernest movies, John R. Cherry III. <laughs>
1: Which was a really good they,
0: name. They, uh, they just started doing all these local commercials in the South. Mm-hmm. And I watched a CBS clip on YouTube, or like CBS News. Mm-hmm. At one point, he was doing 50 commercials a month.
1: As Ernest?
0: Yes. And they were all in that POV... <laughs> The hey, like that's the, the Vern,
1: the Hey Vern, yeah. it's Ernest uh, format. Yeah,
0: yeah. So Vern is he's always talking to Vern, and he's always like bungling up something.
1: Yeah, the idea of the of it is because there's a Vern scene in Ernest Saves Christmas. There's may, there may be a Vern scene in every Ernest movie, but the, there's oh, the, not.
0: That's the only that's the only Vern scene in any Ernest. Oh movie.
1: shit! Well, yeah. Like the the premise is that he's like just annoying the shit out of this guy Vern and, like, f- making it a chaos and stuff. And Vern is just like, no, stop, you know?
0: But also, like, I think it's, like, that Southern manners thing of, like, oh, he's our neighbor, we don't want to yeah. be mean to him, so yeah. we're just going to, like, indulge him. But, yeah, um, their first movie is Dr. Otto and the Riddle of the Gloombeam, made in 1985. And it's a fully independent finance film. And after that movie... They then got a four picture deal with TriStar, which is the live action department of Disney. Or a one touch of down. the live action touch departments. Down. Oh yeah, Touchstone. Yeah. And um, they did Ernest Goes to Camp, Ernest Saves Christmas, Ernest goes to jail, and then Ernest Scared Stupid. And Ernest Scared Stupid didn't really make a lot of money. Yeah. It did it was like nine million budget, fourteen and a half million dollar box office. And I feel like everybody saw it on video, but after that, Touchstone did not re up.
1: Those bastards.
0: Also, like, I feel like Doctor Otto is a a much more bizarre movie, much like like a much more weird kind of movie. And did you see that? I was. I downloaded it. I watched a little bit of it, but it's pretty rough.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember the thing where he had the hand on his head.
0: Yeah, he plays multiple villains, uh, multiple characters. Yeah, he plays Doctor Otto and Ernest.
1: Yeah. It yeah, it's very like uh, southern humor. Um, uh fuck, I don't know. He <laughs> didn't like. Yeah, the he's movie, a su- right? he,
0: it. It's southern humor, but um. Yeah. When was the first time you saw this movie?
1: Oh, I don't know. When I was a kid.
0: I, I I think I saw it in the movie theater. Yeah, I don't think I have watched it since.
1: Probably. Um, you
0: saw it in the theater nineteen eighty eight.
1: I th- well, I was th- three, I guess. So maybe it was on video, but I, I definitely remember watching it a- every couple years, probably as I was a kid. I was so a- when I was a kid, yeah.
0: my on video like Ernest Goes to Camp was a movie we rented all the time. We thought Ernest Goes to Camp was like, yeah, the coolest, funniest movie. My brother and I and like. We'd watch it over and over again.
1: Well, Ernest is kind of like a proto Jim Carrey almost, I feel like, or like his, cause he's very like big and rubber facey, you know? Um,
0: I'm sorry. Did you you say Ernest (laughs) is a copy of Jerry Lewis?
1: Uh, Oh, sure. Sure. Um, but well, I mean, I don't know, like (laughs) whatever, like when, uh, you know, did
0: you say Ernest is a copy of Curly from the three stooges?
1: No, well, the curly's not rubber faced.
0: Yeah, you're right. <laughs> He's not rubber faced at all.
1: Anyway, I get I get why before Jim Carrey came around. You know, this is kind of the, this is the guy.
0: You know who is a, is very similar to Ernest is Adam Sandler. Interesting. Like Hubie Halloween could be a fucking Ernest movie.
1: Oh shit! I should, I haven't seen that.
0: Or like the water boy, like he's always playing like these retards. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Well, Ernest isn't retarded. He's Southern. He's insane. <laughs> he's just like a redneck. That's the cornerstone of all like Southern humor is like rednecks being dumb. You know, it's all about being d- being dumb.
0: I'm trying to think. I mean, it's a big part of it. I think, like, manners, though, is the big part of Southern humor. It's, like, somebody has manners, somebody doesn't. Yeah. Because isn't that, like, what the Andy Griffith show is? Like, he's smarter than everybody.
1: But the idea is, like, those Southern shit, it's, like, when when there's a comedic character, like, Ernest or whatever, it's, like, oh, this is, like, your dumb cousin. You know? like
0: Yeah, cause, but there's always—but isn't there, like, an aspect of, like, the South, like— Oh, you you like are polite to the dumb guy?
1: Uh, sure. Yeah, P- South has has uh, has that politeness and stuff. Um, but who I don't remember people being polite to Ernest.
0: But they, I mean, they tolerate him.
1: Sure. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Um, yeah, that's the like the virtual He just yeah
0: yeah he just comes up to the window and he's just like barging his way in. He's like, "Hey, Vern, look at this! I got mellow yellow." Yeah,
1: yeah. T- like friendly, it tastes better th- friendly and dumb is like the com- the combo.
0: It tastes better than Mountain Dew. Yeah, that's what he says in the Mel Yellow Vern.
1: I thought there was or like Vern. a, uh, show or something too. It was just commercials and then movies.
0: Well, the show is called uh, hey, hey Vern. Vern it's it's Ernest. Ernest. Yeah, and that was 1988. Also, so I'm thinking like Ernest Saves Christmas is. I think I think it's the worst of the Touchstone movies.
1: How could you say that?
0: And I think it's because he was busy making the show at the same time. Mm. Because this is absolutely like the worst screenplay (laughs) over. Ernest goes to camp. Ernest goes to jail and Ernest scared stupid. Like I thought Ernest scared stupid was the worst one, but Ernest says Christmas is fucking dog shit. I don't know. It's a
1: Christmas movie though. Christmas is like, you have to, I don't know. I I was watching it with wit and my friend Reed and, uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and Reed was like, "This movie is actually really good." <laughs> well, like, why are people saying like this is like a good like movie and it's like a good good like? Well, like the movie moves very well. I would say there's a very I good. Completely pa- disagree. <laughs> there's a very good pace to this. No, and I think that it's fucked no. up that you don't appreciate well, well, well-paced filmmaking. That You won't this appreciate it.
0: This movie starts off well. I'd say like the first. 20 minutes, half an hour is kind of moving. And then the minute that character, Joe comes in, everything just slams. Everything just slams. That guy. We'll
1: get to that guy. Um, and
0: like this movie is fucking terrible. So let's start at the beginning of the movie. The first thing that happens is we get this opening credits where it's a bunch of Norman Rockwell, Santa clauses,
1: which, yeah, it has nothing to do with Ernest, but it's, Honestly, it's kind of a nice Christmas credit. Opening credits.
0: It's definitely southern cuz Coke is huge.
1: Oh, sure. In Atlanta in yeah.
0: the South and everything. Um, but also it speaks to the movies like soulless commercial yeah. um mindset. Like the movie is completely phoned in <laughs> and is essentially a scam to take as much money from the Walt Disney Corporation as possible. Like this screenplay was probably written in 2 weeks and is maybe half a draft.
1: Take it, take that there, back.
0: There's almost no fucking screenplay. Like there's no screenwriting. There's definitely no outlining. Dude, what's there's, so
1: what's so bad about the idea we'll of Santa that. flying into the Orlando airport and that's how the movie See, starts?
0: So, yeah, the first scene, this is how this dog shit movie starts. <laughs> Santa Claus is exiting an airplane and he's even though he is no longer on the airplane and has no reason to talk to this guy he is now having a get-to-know-you conversation with a businessman this yeah. is obviously a scene that should have taken place on the fucking airplane but sure. the movie is too shitty to even <laughs> i guess film that well they wanted They're to fuck-
1: to really showcase the beautiful orlando airport so
0: yeah so this completely, I mean, it's, a, it's like they immediately whiff the first scene. You don't get to know someone after the flight. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, like I just watched *Plane Trains, and Automobiles, which is a fucking perfect screenplay. I mean, it's obviously like a very sentimental movie, mm-hmm. but that's a perfect screenplay. And this movie is just It's like a turd circling a toilet bowl.
1: (laughs) So, so, uh, Santa, I I mean, I agree to disagree, but, uh,
0: so you like, you like this movie.
1: I think that this movie, uh, it has enough stinkers or whatever. So like not say like I could recommend it or anything like that. But I do think that, uh, I don't know. I think for a Southern comedy, it moves pretty well. It like m- I appreciated how uh, much it moves.
0: What kind of qualification is that for a southern comedy? Well, this has like
1: the humor, the sense of the the humor of like a country music video that's like funny, you know, quote unquote. Um,
0: like that one where the retarded kid can't finish the race by Garth Brooks. That video. Yeah, Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. What the hell? What's classic. a funny? Dude, what's a
0: funny southern country music video? There's a
1: genre of. Music video, country music videos, usually by like old, the older, like fatter country music guys. You know, when it's like a fun, cheeky song, song they'll have a thing that it, they'll have a music video that is like.
0: Can you give the audience an example of what you're talking about?
1: Um, uh, fuck. Let me look. Let me, uh, let me find one.
0: All right. If you think of one later, you can bring it up later. Okay. So, anyway, okay. Santa Claus took a fucking airplane. as opposed to riding in his sleigh. So Santa Claus gets off the plane. He's talking to this businessman, the businessman saying like a bunch of boring bullshit. So we're just listening to these two people get to know each other in a very boring scene. (laughs) While Santa Claus is like, uh, knowingly and like being like cheeky. He's like, he's like sending like Christmas vibes to all the little children.
1: Yeah. All the little kids are like staring at him like, you yeah. know,
0: they know t- they can sense his like Christmas presents yeah. and they're like, "Ooh, Santa Claus. And there's like a little like sound effect when he like winks at him.
1: Yeah. Boing.
0: That's not the sound effect. Uh. That's but it, you do bring up a good point. It does. He does come across like a pedophile. So there probably is a boing in his pants every time he sees a little kid. Well,
1: this this scene is kind of like a reverse pedophile scene where it's like a old man that uh, every little kid is magnetically attracted to
0: there's this uh movie from the 50s called the girl can't help it and she has like giant tits (laughs) okay and she's walking down the street and like every guy is just like getting horny like a tex avery cartoon and they're just like freaking out whenever they see her and that's basically how the kids look at santa claus so
1: like he just has huge juicy tits
0: just giant santa balls yeah (laughs) and um yeah so santa can't help it He's getting all the kids riled up. Yeah, And then uh, he goes to customs. (laughs) And this is, like, when I saw this scene with the customs, I was like, oh, this movie's going to, like, hold up. I was excited because I thought this was a fucking hilarious scene. Santa Claus shows the customs guy his passport, and it says, Santa Claus, 151 years old, has, like, twinkles in his eyes.
1: That's what his passport says?
0: yeah I froze the frame. I read everything and oh, then nice. um the guy the guy like look does a double take like okay, this is some bullshit, and he's like looking at Santa Claus,
1: yeah, it also says he's from Prussia, he,
0: yeah, he's Prussian, which is very funny <laughs> and very then um detail. well, I guess he is originally German or something, so oh
1: yeah,
0: is Prussia part of Germany? I don't fucking know anyway he um the customs agent is like he like rolls his eye at Santa Claus and then he looks at the line of people and in line, it's nothing but minorities. <laughs> I was
1: thinking that too. Oh, it's and literally like, just minorities. That's the only thing that it's saying.
0: black people, Middle Eastern people, a Japanese woman. Hare Krishna. Hari Krishna. And then he's just like, God, sometimes I hate this job. <laughs> so there's a little of that Southern humor of yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. Listen that's big, the other
1: thing about Southern humor is like... It's racist. It's Well, it's it's like...
0: Racist.
1: It's it's only it's like very light and good natured and stuff, but it's completely within like yeah any any other any like of the quote unquote like others they don't even like factor in at all, and it's just like they're treated like they're not a part a part of it at all.
0: There's just a black guy in line <laughs> wearing sunglasses, <laughs> and it's like this fucking guy like fuck bullshit
1: can't believe i got to admit, admit this guy this black guy to orlando
0: a very diverse state yeah. in florida uh yes so, so but i anyway i thought that was funny cuz i was like oh this is definitely a joke for the adults in the audience
1: oh yeah for sure um, and
0: while it is racist it is like it is funny in a very mean way and also <laughs> making the customs agent racist is i'm totally okay with because
1: casually uh, racist. racist yeah So maybe that's like maybe that's a commentary about about the government. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because
0: it's it's the kind of thing that we both agree on the left and the right. Yeah. The border agents are racist. So cut to Ernest. He's driving a taxi cab and he's rushing a guy to the airport like a businessman
1: yeah this is by the way shot outside this is shot like on the Dis- the the like, the taxi scenes are shot on the disney property because disney world yeah. is like a lot there's a lot of like there's like actual like highway and shit in in disney world and so that's all like <coughs> this is all where this is like how you get between like hotels and like and into like the <coughs> the magic kingdom or whatever yeah, um, this is
0: the first movie shot at Disney Studios in Florida.
1: I um, read that on the IMDb trivia. That's beautiful trivia. That's good. That's good to know.
0: So Ernest is rushing this guy. He, uh, I, it's really hard to tell what the hell happens. He's like, he's like cutting across lanes, and then for some reason the guy flies out of the taxi cab, and he's like frozen in fear.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's like scared stiff, scared stupid. Yeah, you might say.
0: And then, yeah, Ernest throws him back in the cab and then drives him to the airport where he's going so fast. He, he, like, he gets, like, five feet in the air and, like, slams into people's luggage. And, like, he's almost killing people. And this part, like, some of the stuff with, of him as a taxi driver I thought was very funny. Yeah. And he grabs the guy and literally throws his bags, which are open, like, into the baggage receiver mm-hmm. like the conveyor belt and then he throws the guy on the conveyor belt
1: <laughs> classic just good old and then he good old slapstick
0: just good slapstick you know it's funny jim varney like make no mistake i think jim varney is like a great performer i love his performance yeah when he's like being funny so then sure. he picks up santa claus yeah because there's and, well
1: he like slams into like these japanese businessmen's like luggage and there's some nice nice little racism, you know, caricatures this, of shit, more shit there. And yeah,
0: he, in the 80s, every Japanese movie, or every movie about with a Japanese person, they had like glasses, a camera, and they were a businessman.
1: Yeah, classic. And
0: it was just no, everyone just laughed at it, and no one gave two thoughts to it.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the good old thing.
0: Oh my God. So Santa Claus gets in Ernest's car. And what Ernest is like? So like, who are you? Like, what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm Santa Claus, <laughs> or I don't know. He says he realizes he's Santa Claus, or he's like, oh, he thinks he's Santa Claus.
1: Uh, oh, yeah. He goes, wait, what are you? What are you saying? What are you? Asking? Or
0: he kind of no, he kind of brushes him off. Like, okay, he thinks he's Santa Claus, but yeah, whatever. Sure. He's a nice old guy.
1: And then um, you're not going to immediately it, believe an old man when he tells you he's Santa Claus.
0: Correct, and so then the funniest scene in the movie happens, which is a truck full of Christmas trees drops one of the Christmas trees on the highway, and Ernest, who loves Christmas so much, because he's uh you know, like Forrest Gump. Yeah, he's, he's like, like a fucking. Yeah. He's like a magical Southern retard. He, <laughs> uh, he drives a his, Perfect he, like, description. Sk- of him. He skids his car around him, and uh, around the Christmas tree. Then like backs up on the freeway, goes in reverse, all the all the shitty like eighties unmarked stunt cars are like driving around him and crashing, yeah. and, like spinning out of control. Classic. And Ernest then grabs a the Christmas tree, throws it in the back of his taxi, like breaks the windows, and then the old man playing Santa Claus is just like Oh, it's nice to meet someone who's so into Christmas. And Ernest, like Forrest Gump, is just like, I love Christmas, Mm -hmm.
1: durr. Well, he's he's decorated his whole glove box in the Christmas spirit.
0: Keep the Christ in Christmas.
1: That's such a sweet little Easter egg.
0: It's not even an Easter egg. It's like, there's a fucking...
1: Close up of it? (laughs)
0: 50 millimeter lens, like four inches away from it. Yeah, that's true. It's shot like the box in uh, Basic Instinct, or... um, Sharon Stone's box.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the box. That's
0: like it's just like, wait, did I see that? Yeah. And they're like, they cut the Santa Claus, and he's like sweating like late <laughs> night, and he's just yeah. like, oh, yeah, keep the Christ and Christmas. What a French- I feel like that's just that's like a like a dig at Disney. Like, hey, we snuck in a little Christianity, fucking secular pieces of shit.
1: Yeah, this also has that that uh that weird like. Southern, what like a, a southern Christian move like team makes a movie and it's all about like how much Hollywood sucks and like how much they hate everybody who makes movies, and yes stuff. yeah, the elites, yeah, the elites,
0: yeah, there's uh, their depiction of Hollywood is
1: well, we can truly get truly we'll heinous, yeah,
0: but uh, <laughs> so anyway, Ernest grabs a Christmas tree, he's like, I'm gonna. G- Santa's like, you don't have a Christmas tree yet? And he's like, No, I'm giving it to my friend Vern. Mm, um yes. so wait, how does the um where does he meet the teenage runaway?
1: Harmony Star? Yeah. Oh, she's uh so she's like skipping out on a bill and on a re- at a restaurant and she's just like jumps in his cab and is like, gotta, and jump, Ernest, gotta get me out of here.
0: And then they go and meet Joe at the TV station? Because yeah. isn't Ernest taking Santa to Oh, so she just flags down the cab while they're driving,
1: yeah, yeah, and he and she
0: goes to and she goes to the t v station too,
1: yeah, she just becomes part of their their little crew.
0: <laughs> I definitely feel like Ernest is the kind of guy that would have sex with like a fourteen year old teenage runaway
1: the character Ernest,
0: yeah, like a southern guy like that who you know. He, like Ernest is kind of like a Carney, he kind of has like Carney, oh
1: yeah, definitely, that's like exactly what he is. He's a Carney, but it's interesting like, to know the thing about the Freddie Mercury shit because uh you know like er Ur- Jim Varney was married, never had any kids, uh, but it's like if you think about Ernest as a gay man or like a bi character the character he's way cooler as like a gay icon i would say than as just like a straight he, southern idiot
0: yeah but he's sexless like forrest gump sure you can't be magical and have butt sex
1: <laughs> the first time you have butt sex it, the magic goes away yeah good to know
0: you have to be you have to be virgin you know yeah
1: that's true yeah yeah, yeah. the virgin he's- uh the grown man is a virgin quality
0: but yeah, like uh, Pee Wee. Yes, he's a very uh, sexless. You know, he's a you know he's for the children.
1: Yeah, I remember the the most shocking thing about the Pee Wee, like you know him getting caught jerking off and stuff, was uh his his picture was like he looked so not like Pee Wee with and, creepy. Yeah, he had, like, the long hair and the goatee and shit, and you're like, what the fuck? Who's this fucking guy?
0: Well, and it's also, like, really ironic because he had that look because he was playing a creepy vampire in Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
1: Oh. So
0: he was in... He was... They made him look like a creep, and then everybody saw him, and they're like, oh, my God, he's a
1: creep. Maybe that, maybe that uh, role, like, ruined him. The way, like the Joker ruined Heath Ledger. Well, you know, I
0: mean, he's, he's, he's probably a pedophile in real life. Like I'll just say, uh, <laughs> allegedly because <laughs> he was arrested after Jeffrey Jones and all these cops were like, he was arrested for child pornography.
1: Oh, Oh, Jeffrey Jones, uh, Ferris Bueller's nope
0: Paul Rubens. Um. And he had child pornography in his house. And his excuse was, you know, this is kitsch, nature, like nudie magazines from the 50s of like, oh. But they're like full of naked children. Wait, I have so. never heard about this Paul Rubens story. I've only yeah, heard about it, the porn theory. People don't really bring it up because they want to like Pee Wee, but
1: <laughs> damn. You know, there's like a whole want- conspiracy that's covering up his pedophilia but it's just because people like Wee.
0: yeah and he also like that's
1: the Q like well thing.
0: well this is legal child porn it's like grandfathered in it's like kit it's like nudie magazines from the 50s like nudist colonies of i guess that's like grandfathered in
1: yeah but that's uh, um that's that's a bummer these are
0: just uh these are just rumors uh i know nothing please don't <laughs> sue me
1: so Pee-wee, man, but Pee-wee's Big Adventure. God damn, that movie's so good.
0: Pee-wee's Big, yeah, exactly, and that's why I'm saying this movie fucking sucks, dude. Because <sighs> just think about Touchstone Pictures did, or no, Warner Brothers did Pee-wee's Big Adventure. So, yeah, this is a very, <sighs> this is a very similar kind of situation. But to you Pee-wee's liked, big Adventure. but you
1: liked the. I'm not saying again. You wanna you wanna say what your letterbox is, but because I, I feel like it's a little a little low.
0: My Letterbox score for this movie is one and a half stars.
1: It's a little. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. I would give it a half a star, except for I really like the two taxi scenes with Pee Wee. I mean, uh, yeah. Ernest. Yeah. I think those two scenes are funny, and I think the rest of the movie is just it's just like a long, slow, sticky shit coming out of your ass. <laughs> like it's a truly unpleasant experience. It's like you've been eating nothing but like microwave burritos for a week and. You drink like four ounces of water a day,
1: <laughs> okay, and then gosh. you have
0: to take a a long hot shit in a porta potty because it just Oof. after once they get Santa in the taxi, it just nothing interesting happens. It just goes so fucking slow. Like the B storyline of the reindeers arriving.
1: Yeah, those guys are in every earnest movie too.
0: Those two idiot guys. Yeah. The fat guy and the skinny guy. Like they're
1: just skinny guy with no teeth.
0: There's like 8 scenes of that and just so little happens. It's the kind of thing that should have been summed up in two scenes. It's like
1: But that's southern. That's like shitty southern comedy. You know.
0: No, I'm telling you they are just doing a fucking scam on Disney to take as much money from the budget as possible and to do as little work as possible.
1: John Archery the 3rd and Jim Varney. Yeah. That's pretty this cynical, a, you know. For, yeah, for this a is an Christmas extremely
0: movie. unambitious film.
1: Sure, are the other Ernest movies more ambitious?
0: Ernest Goes to Camp has like so many more characters. Like John Vernon is the villain. You have uh, the children who are the campers, and then you have the woman who teaches him like uh, Native American magic.
1: Yeah, dude, I love the uh, I love how uh, dark and gritty Ernest Goes to Camp gets.
0: Ernest gets his ass kicked.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. He does get his ass kicked. But the scene where By, uh,
0: the guy who plays Sloth.
1: Oh really? I didn't know that. That's a nice little little trivia. Um but uh the you know, like the flashback scenes to like the the native tribe or whatever, like their their uh their rituals. Yeah, their rituals. Like those are intense. They're like screaming at each other's faces and the guy's gonna die and stuff.
0: Yeah, it's like they watched Billy Jack, and then they thought, let's just put Ernest in this.
1: Yeah, that had, that movie has a good. Uh, the kids in that movie are pretty. It's got a good like Bad News Bears sort of shady kids cast.
0: Yeah, and they have. Uh, it's even shot with like anamorphic lenses.
1: Mm, nice.
0: It's in like ultra widescreen. Yeah, it's it's a much better, more ambitious movie than this. But Ernest so, goes to
1: jail is is a step up from this.
0: Ernest Goes to Jail is the best Ernest movie. Because it's actually just like the funniest. And the pen scene is the best (laughs) thing Jim Varney ever did. Of
1: course. Yeah, that scene is classic.
0: It's it's like a masterpiece of comedy. Yeah. And also his um, humanity and vulnerability really shine. And it's just like, it's the best thing he ever did. Did
1: you cry when you saw Ernest Goes to Jail?
0: I did not cry, but I mean, I just... I remember feeling so humiliated for him because I saw that in the theater also. And like, it just like wouldn't stop. And then the way, um, the people in the, the court just kind of give him sideways glances, like very subtly. And they don't, and they're just like looking at him. Like, I just feel so humiliated. (laughs) Like the
1: pen scene in particular you're talking about.
0: It's just an amazing scene. And like, it reminds me of like when you have like a runny nose and you're just like trying not to like blow your nose, yeah. and you just like, keep, and you like, like you're at work or something, and you're just like, oh, I, I keep having to get up and blow my nose. Like, yes,
1: it's very relatable. It, it just,
0: it's just an amazing scene, and also like, the crooks are really funny. Like,
1: mm. the
0: black guy with like, the um, kid in play hair, and like, the giant red suit he's wearing. He's like looking in earnest, like. Oh, yeah. Ugh yeah, we're going to use this guy. He looks just like my partner. And then (laughs) the partner looks exactly like Ernest.
1: Yes, of course.
0: With slick back hair.
1: Yeah. Ernest always has to fit in his other, or Jim Barney always has to fit in his other characters in these movies.
0: Yeah, and it's very bizarre because is Ernest supposed to be a master of disguise? (laughs) There's no explanation for how Ernest can then play another character who's smarter than him
1: right yeah yes yeah where he's playing like the the refined cultural like snobby guy later in this movie
0: yeah so it makes sense artists gets this so they get this teenage runaway harmony star yeah they go to this tv station to meet this guy joe or it's like a preschool or some no they go to a museum
1: yeah it's the children's museum
0: And he's like volunteering there, and he has this song called "Please and Thank You" that's supposed to be like so popular, and all the kids love it.
1: Yeah, it's pretty shitty.
0: It's just complete garbage. So,
1: I mean, the guy sucks. That—that's a big problem with this movie. Is that the this this Joe guy that they're Santa wants to like? He stinks. Yeah, Santa wants to find his. He has to find his new replacement for for Santa Claus, and he and the guy playing Santa Santa Claus is good yeah he's got those those flippy eyebrows that like bodybuilders have
0: he's uh he played the um he's the voice of the 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 fucking what's his face the emperor in aladdin
1: uh uh the sultan oh that's cool I didn't know that yeah also a character that has flippy eyebrows
0: yeah he looks just like him and uh so Santa Claus goes up to Joe and is like I've been I've been watching you.
1: The, like the thing that's so stupid about this movie is like every time we're supposed to be like in awe of how good this guy is with kids and stuff like that. And so like they walk in to this children's museum and watch him putting on this puppet show. It's just some fucking stupid puppet show. He's, this guy's an idiot. You know,
0: it's completely mediocre. And also Santa Claus is waiting until December twenty third to get his replacement. <laughs> yeah, he has all fucking year to do it.
1: He's just a fuck up. That's like what. That's you very don't know. lazy screenwriting. Yeah. Um, There's
0: like, like they could have just said like Santa kept meeting people, and they weren't good. Yeah,
1: or like he had one guy that turned turned out to not his heart wasn't true, you know.
0: But no, they just have a false. They just have a contrived deadline. I
1: love when they. Uh, yeah, I love when they. Um, the first scene where you see this Joe guy doing this puppet show, and he's supposed to be so great, and he's literally he's got these puppets above this like huge magnifying glass that he's standing in front of. And he's talking to this room full of kids and the magnifying glass is in front of his crotch. And it's just like magnifying his crotch. Yes. To this room full of kids, which is amazing.
0: Yeah. And he has like a very doughy body.
1: Oh yeah. He, yeah. He's he's in terrible shape. There's no way he could handle the arduous task of being Santa Claus.
0: He just looks very unhealthy and gross. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's got like a weird like a... mole that needs to be checked out.
0: And uh, his um his acting career, this guy Oliver Clark, it just went nowhere. And then by his last credit role was like 2003. The girl who plays the runaway, Noelle Parker, she was in one of those Amy Fisher TV movies. Oh, damn! She played Amy Fisher. She was really good. She's uh yeah, she's she kind of has like a punky Brewster kind of look she, and style to her. She's a
1: little uh you know like she. I I feel like she should have been in more stuff because she kind of had a has a marissa tomei quality
0: yeah i mean this is a very 80s cliche thing it's like you always have like a runaway girl yeah totally with you like in the wizard there's like a runaway girl yeah
1: she's like very jenny lewis
0: and she's like you know wise beyond her years but isn't a drug addict or prostitute like the way she should actually be?
1: Well, she's pissed because she became bad because, uh, once one Christmas she wanted a baseball glove and Santa gave her a doll.
0: Oh, so she has like lesbian anger?
1: Yeah, that's her, um, that's like the the justific- story justification, I think, for why she went down the, the wrong path. But also, like, Santa's kind she of a piece of a- shit. To-
0: she wanted a dick, but she was born with a pussy.
1: Yeah. Or she just wanted to be, you know, she didn't want to be like all the other girls. And Santa was like, no, you're a girl. This is what you play with. You you're
0: know? a girl. This yeah. is what you play yeah. with. Or maybe Santa Claus doesn't just, doesn't really care about what he gives to girls and he cares more about what he gives to boys. Yeah. That's my theory.
1: But yeah, so she became bad and then she started going to restaurants and running out on the. Skipping on. She runs away. Yeah.
0: She didn't get what she wanted for Christmas, so she ran away. Classic. Makes sense. Anyway, uh, so what happens? Santa Claus, uh, he's hanging out with Joe. Ernest and the girl leave with Santa's sack. And then uh, Joe's manager comes in.
1: I'm glad you, by Marty. the way, I'm glad you referred to the his bag as Santa's sack. Because the entire movie people keep calling it his sack and they say it over and over just the so much of the movie is people talking about Santa's sack like a little girl's talking about santa's sack
0: but that's what it is
1: i mean i mean it's
0: so you're trying it's like his balls right?
1: yeah exactly <laughs> exactly
0: well that's the, that's the metaphor santa has a sack and he gives everybody a gift which is a load <laughs> yeah
1: santa's and just bust a load and down the chimney
0: on Christmas Eve, and that's how babies are made. Yeah. So, Marty, this, like, really high-powered, fast-talking agent guy.
1: His license plate says big deals.
0: Yeah, he's trying to tell Joe, like, come on, man, you gotta be in these Hollywood pictures.
1: He's got his sleeves pushed up, he's a slicker, slickster guy, and he has, like, a Forrest Whitaker eye. He's got, like, yeah, a weird are, eye.
0: He has a lazy eye, his eyes are bugging out.
1: One of the best, this movie actually like, I feel like it's hard to follow the plot of this movie because it's boring because it sucks, but also because so much of the, like the shots are consist of like these just very bizarre looking people. And, uh, so you're just like, Jesus Christ, look at this guy's eye. And then you realize like an entire scene has gone by and that's like all plot shit you need to know. And you haven't been paying attention because you're just looking at his eye
0: you're a goldfish and you said this that's like the same thing in sallow what i was trying to do like the intro for the episode and you're just like yeah but what about the president's lazy eye
1: no cross eye. like you just cross
0: like you you can't you can't handle you're like a like a child like you see a guy with like one leg and you're just like in the restaurant like slapping everyone on the arm like look look that guy has one leg
1: (laughs) no i would never do that that's rude But if I'm trying to watch a movie and you you got a lazy eye, like, come on, you're setting me up for failure.
0: The reason why you're zoning out is because the movie's so fucking boring. You'd rather look at the deformities of the cast.
1: Yeah. I mean, also, like, the guy has this, like, his eyes does some pretty magical shit in this movie where, like, you're like, does this guy have a weird eye? And then you're like, I think it's okay. And then the next shot, you see him and you're like, Jesus Christ.
0: This is me watching the movie. I'm just like, oh, that actor has a lazy eye. Now I'm watching. I'm listening to the fucking dialogue. I'm not a fucking idiot.
1: <laughs> the eye just keeps like, you know, it keeps heightening how how crazy. And you're, his and eye looks.
0: you're like, I think this guy's a lazy eye, and the camera's just like zoomed in on his <laughs> lazy eye. And you're like, hmm, I better watch the next scene to see if it's still lazy. Yeah. And oh, eye- so
1: this guy, uh, so the la- the lazy eye Hollywood guy, he, the idea, the whole f- push and pull of this movie for this Joe character, is that he's getting courted by this these big wig hollywood types who want him to be a, they're going to make him a big star this like paunchy middle-aged guy they think that he's like the next hot shit and santa's like no you're going to be santa claus
0: because he has his big song please and thank you yeah. that kids love which they would never love because in 1988 everything for children is like completely jacked up sugary crack like teenage mutant ninja turtles yeah and yeah no one gives a fuck about this like you know howdy doody motherfucker
1: yeah when we were kids i feel like the children's stuff that was marketed to us was like bad like you know like bad boy shit like bart simpson and like ninja turtles and the rebels street sharks yeah yeah exactly you know what are you saying please and thank you for because this fucking old middle-aged like loser with a weird mole like is telling us to you know what i mean
0: yeah, plus it's like where's Ernest? This is Ernest is not even like central to the plot of this movie. He's just he's like a supporting character for the lead actor, Santa Claus, who's a fucking asshole.
1: Yeah. Um, man, imagine if they just picked like a guy who who actually had that kind of undeniable charisma and like presence and stuff.
0: Yeah. Imagine if Ernest became fucking Santa Claus. Oh shit. Now you know we're I mean? talking. This is, <laughs> where where are the screenwriters? Um, I looked them up and they didn't do anything else ever again. <laughs>
1: really?
0: <laughs> yeah. Only, and one of them had, there were two screenwriters. One of them worked on some like shitty 80s exploitation movie. Uh, That's cool. And then that's it this is kind of yes
1: yeah, it's kind of like how him him not becoming santa kind of is kind of like in the good son how they don't bring back the crossbow at the end
0: yeah i mean it's just, it just well it'd be like in the good son if it was there was another kid that was evil and it wasn't even macaulay culkin
1: it would be cool if at the end of this movie santa for like the christmas the guy's christmas wish he fixed the guy's eye
0: oh that'd been awesome yeah he's like, I, I didn't ask for that. He's like, I did it anyway.
1: Yeah. I, my friend actually thought, that, I don't have to talk about my stupid, my friend, he was like, I don't know, why are people saying this movie's bad? This movie's really good. But he uh, he thought that the guy's eye was a glass eye. But I think we ultimately determined that it was like Forrest Whitaker, like biggie small shit.
0: It could be a, a glass eye.
1: Um,
0: Who fucking cares? Who knows? <laughs>
1: I got to know. I got to watch he's the also, commentary for this movie to find out.
0: Well, there is no commentary, and getting any information or behind the scenes info on these movies was not easy. <laughs> the what? the most the one thing I did find is that Ernest's nephew wrote an entire biography of his uncle. That's cool. And it's and it's like really saccharine really cool. and sweet and he's just like, "I love my uncle." Yeah. He's like, "You know him as Ernest, but to me, he was uncle jim yeah and he's like some things that people don't know about him he drove a delorean oh that's cool he was into civil war memorabilia or like civil war history
1: where's jim varney from again he's like a southern guy right kentucky of course yeah yeah so i mean yeah like i mean it makes sense why i guess like there, there are these little touches of uh conservative you know Conservative movies. Every time they fucking make a movie, they have it always has to be like about how that like other like other movies are wrong. You know, they always have to make that con- like statement.
0: Well, there is that um, the guys that made Airplane all became like really big conservative guys. Like, oh, and right. they made that movie where Chris Farley's younger brother played Michael Moore <laughs> and met like the three ghosts of. American past and learned that being a liberal was wrong and he becomes conservative.
1: That sounds good. Yeah.
0: They just, you know, because, well, the other thing is like liberals really do put a lot of stupid messaging in their fucking movies too.
1: Yeah. But I mean, like, there's a lot of liberal, a lot of, a lot of liberal, because, you know, most of the movies are made by, in America, I guess, are made by like liberal leaning people, but it's like not like every, Fucking movie they make has like a comment about it. You know what I mean? It's well, just like most of them are apolitical.
0: I think what you're also kind of getting into is like conservative comedians are more critical because like John Hughes is a huge Republican guy. Like, oh really? His movies don't have any messaging in them. Uh, John Milius, of course, conservative screenwriter. He he's not talking about he's not talking about other movies, he, but he's just like did? what did John Milius write? Yeah. He wrote the Big Wednesday. He oh my God,
1: had, the Big Wednesday! How could I have not known that?
0: Red Dawn. Oh, um,
1: oh right, yeah, that's what that's why it sounds familiar.
0: The character of uh, Walter Showback from Big Lebowski is based on him. He's nice. like he wrote the monologue in Jaws, oh. the famous monologue.
1: That's cool.
0: Uh, he wrote Conan. I think he directed it did he direct conan he's a great screenwriter but he's sure. not into all this bullshit but conservative comedies yeah they fucking suck
1: um yeah and same
0: thing with the liberal comedies any any movie with a message is fucking dog well shit.
1: Com- yeah i mean comedy for especially unless i guess you're like satirizing something or whatever but like otherwise like you're just making yourself seem not funny by doing that yeah. either way
0: Yeah, I mean if Doctor Strangelove suddenly had like a like a Democrat show up and be like, These conservative Republicans.
1: Yeah, that would be so good. That would make it so much better. (laughs) (laughs) People would be like, Yeah, whoa. This movie's Blah blah
0: blah. Santa Ernest gets Santa Claus's sack (laughs) with the girl. Yeah. And
1: He forgets his sack, I guess, in Ernest's cab.
0: Yeah, which happens, you know, you forget your luggage in a taxi cab. Oh, of
1: course, yeah, sure.
0: So, Santa forgets his sack. The <laughs> guy with the bug eye, he, the agent, he's so sick of Santa Claus. He's so annoyed with him. He calls the cops on him, and they arrest him.
1: Yeah, with due with due cause.
0: And then, um, is that the phrase? With due cause.
1: <laughs> there, that's that's what, you I know know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, totally.
0: Uh, so Ernest tries to give Vern a Christmas tree. Vern says, "Is like fuck off."
1: The Vern scene in this movie is really good. Yeah, it's kind of a it's crazy that there's only one Vern, or this is the only movie that has a Vern scene because that was like the most inventive and like.
0: Yep. Well, that's the central sketch of the entire concept of the character is is the POV commercial, Ernest trying to give you something you don't want, and they only did it once. So, yeah, it's a real missed opportunity. Every Ernest movie should have a POV scene with Vern.
1: It's an impressive, like, it's a legitimately impressive scene, like, where, because it's, like, a long take. It's them to the camera. Performance is really good. There's, like, there's, like, a production value, like, hijinks in it and stuff.
0: It's like a Gaspar Noé film. Yes. (laughs) It's all POV. It's a lot like that scene in Irreversible. It's a lot like uh, it's like Enter the Void. You don't know how they did it. It's yeah, yeah. like wow, this is amazing. Uh, look at the way Ernest pulls a cable, and it goes up and along the wall.
1: And he can like yeah, he like pulls up and uh, the la- uh, lamp up and down. Good stuff. It's
0: probably the most impressive scene because it took more than five minutes to plan. That might be it. So after that, Ernest finds the sack and his taxi. He's like. He looks inside, and then there's a fucking Martin Scorsese push on his face as, like, a glowing light shoots up like Pulp Fiction over Ernest's face, and then he looks up and says, He's him. (laughs) And there's, like, magical twinkly noises. and
1: Well, look, any any movie that deals with Santa has this kind of stupid shit in it, but that's why I think that maybe your, your rating is a little...
0: Well... I'm just making fun of the scene, but yeah, I okay. mean, Santa Claus, the movie, Santa Claus, the Christmas Chronicles, you know, there's always this shit.
1: Always Santa's this magical. Shit. Um, Yeah. So he realizes that it's him. Meanwhile, the... the- well,
0: it's late at night, so then he's got to take that girl back to his place, and <laughs> it's not shown on camera, but I assume he has very disturbing... Very nasty Roman Polanski-style sex with her. Yeah. <laughs> all over his filthy apartment. That was a
1: deleted scene.
0: There's, and his house is like a pedophile fucking honey trap. Like, there's toys everywhere, and there's like... It's like... um, What's that goddamn children's story? Hansel and Gretel. Like, yeah. he has like... It's all decorated to get the attention of children.
1: Right, right, right.
0: It does kind of look like he's a weird Southern gay man.
1: Yeah. See,
0: you know, like he's decorating. Look, Ernest. if Ernest is bisexual or Jim Varney's bisexual, that's totally believable. But well, well,
1: he's like, to me, he, he really gives me the vibe of like an old school gay guy. Like, cause he's like a chain smoker and shit. And like, I don't know. He just has that like vibe about it, it to me. like, that he just seems well, like an ol- the, older gay. He's in the arts. Yeah, he's exactly. in the arts. Older gay artist. Um,
0: there's a there's a great YouTube video you gotta watch of uh, Robin Williams and Jim Varney together doing improv behind like on set. Oh really? And like Robin Williams is like so cocky, and his co- his improv is just fucking terrible. Like <laughs> right. his characters, and like he does this one really long rant that goes nowhere and then there's <laughs> it's like very awkward and then jim varney starts doing like oh like a like a stupid broad character like a dumb woman character or something he's like or like an ant like a hen like ed and, yeah, and yeah yeah
1: i don't what you are saying. like the old lady with the um fucking uh well he's not brace. doing
0: that like the old lady like the, the deep voice he's Uh-oh. doing like a like a fast talking old lady
1: Okay. That's ranged.
0: And then Robin Williams immediately picks up on it and then he starts doing it. (laughs)
1: That sounds funny. And remember how Robin Williams would like do improv shows with people before he died? Or like randomly in LA, like just random teams?
0: Yeah. I mean, be cool. He he didn't do any stand up, but he, yeah, he would do improv. He
1: started doing improv, yeah. Um, He would just. yeah.
0: I mean, he would just bomb if he did stand-up.
1: Uh, No way. I mean, even
0: though he was, like, really good at the... I guess he did... I mean, he... there's that one late 90s HBO special he did, but I feel like that's the last stand-up he did.
1: Um. Oh, yeah. I remember my girlfriend in high school. like thought that was, like, the funniest thing she's ever seen.
0: Or he'd do Comic Relief. There's, like, some bits on that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. He's a San Francisco guy. And I don't know any stories of him doing stand up in San Francisco after he started, so I don't know. I don't know where he did comedy, but yeah, when we were doing UCB improv, he dropped in on uh
1: He did some IO stuff too. Yeah, he just he just really in did not give a shit if anybody was there. Um, so so Santa so the so what's going on right now in this movie is that Jim Barney and this teenage girl oh yeah they are, fucked they're fucking at jim barney's then, house with a with a santa sack and, and he
0: makes her breakfast the next day
1: yeah it's thoughtful i'd like to see roman polanski do that you know
0: yeah roman polanski did not make the girl breakfast he just dropped he just like dropped her off at her parents home and was like
1: don't tell anyone i did that <laughs> that's a pretty good roman polanski um and so that happened while that's happening santa's getting booked by the cops who are detaining him, I guess, because they don't believe his story about being Santa, of course. Um, and
0: he has uh, snowflake fingerprints.
1: It's almost like he shouldn't have flown in to the airport like a normal person and tried to do it. When I mean, he like should have just flown his reindeer to the guy and been like, see, I'm Santa. You want to be Santa? And the movie's over.
0: Yeah, he's not really... He's just not smart about any of this. So then uh he's in jail and all the tough guys end up liking him. They think he's cool. They like singing Christmas carols with him. That
1: scene is pretty good, I feel like. The scene like that's like a funny little quickie quick scene. Uh that's done. I don't know. <laughs> that scene's pretty good. It's I very
0: eighties. It's very eighties. It's stupid. I mean, but at it's least good. It, it has an idea behind it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, you know,
0: we're not watching Joe and his agent just Prattle on. So then uh, Ernest finds out he's in jail. He comes up with a plan to get him out, <laughs> and instead of just—it's so fucking annoying because it's Christmas Eve that morning. The night, like when Santa was getting booked, the guy was like, "You'll be out on the street in a couple of days, no big deal." But because Santa waited so fucking long,
1: right? It's to a recruit big Joe, crisis.
0: and he can't do—he can't deliver presents that night, Santa, because. His magic is running out, and if he doesn't recruit Joe, then Santa Claus, the entire mythos,
1: it like dies. dies. Yeah,
0: yeah. So,
1: um, I mean, yeah, he was just you know he had shit to do before the twenty third. That's what I would have. That's that's kind of the situation. I feel like I would get into if I was Santa. He could have
0: driven like, from the North Pole and been there, and like on December twenty sixth and been in Florida. Eight days later.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: But anyway, Ernest, this is a weird thing. Ernest does like he, he plays another character. Yeah. He plays yeah. like a person working for the governor. And then the girl is supposed to be the governor's niece. And she's all dressed up like a schoolgirl.
1: Yeah. There's kind of creepy, creepy vibes on in that scene.
0: Yeah. And they go into the jail. They push their way in there, but with a lot of fast talk. And they get the guard to release Santa Claus by
1: tricking them into thinking that he, it's like, yeah, they have the orders from the governor or something like that. He,
0: yeah, he basically says, "Do you want me to tell the governor?" And they're like, "Oh, we better do what he says." Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. I mean, that makes sense.
0: We better do what this fucking idiot says. It's incredible
1: threat, uh, sort of threat to receive if you were in charge of guarding prisoners. I felt really bad that they, uh, the Jim Varney and the Harmony Star, had to do that shitty scene in front of all those cool looking tough guys you know why cuz i don't know they're they're like tough cool jail guys and they had to do this bad scene that wasn't funny
0: you mean the actors yeah the extras yeah do you think the extras were cooler than the lead characters
1: <laughs> i mean they were pretty cool Okay. the 80s also had like a, there were a lot of ce- there's a lot of scenes from the 80s of like of jail cell full of guys And all those guys are always awesome looking.
0: Yeah, like, uh...
1: Nerds 2, Revenge of the Nerds 2 has one.
0: I'm surprised in plane, trains, and automobiles they never go to jail. Yeah. But they definitely hang out with... He definitely slums it around some working class Joes. Yeah. There's a lot of that in movies where it's like, you go to jail, then you you get bailed out or taken out the next day. Of course, yeah. My friend just got two months in, uh... Sentenced to uh like Santa Clarita. Damn for what? Yeah. I mean there are allegations that he might have cut off a man's ear. Um okay. Which is text which is called mayhem. So when you remove a body part of a person, that's the charge <laughs> is mayhem. Fuck.
1: Who is who is this guy?
0: <laughs> so uh he's a listener. So <laughs>
1: nice. Hey man. Thanks for listening dude. he's like our only I was listener, talking to, probably
0: I was talking to him like yeah, it's so weird you never see anyone go to jail for like 2 months in a movie. You know, it's always one night or the whole movie's about them in jail. Yeah,
1: totally. Totally.
0: But anyway, they get Santa. Then they go back to see Joe. Now Joe's on set of his big Hollywood movie.
1: Yeah. And and okay. every and like he's doing like the screen test with these little kids and the director and like the producers are like watching him like in awe of how so like, fucking Joe. good this shitty middle-aged guy is with some stupid kids
0: they're also mocking the director like he's very dumb and his assistant is the one who's telling him everything
1: Mm, of course yeah yeah i mean there's that whole storyline you know it's all like hollywood is bad and stupid
0: but we're smart we're cool yeah and uh so joe's like he's like is he playing santa yeah and there's kids around him and he's giving them all presents and then he's in a cabin and then there's like a knock on the door and he opens the door and it's a monster. It's like a sea monster from like a sixties movie or like a fifties movie. Mm -hmm. And he has to yell, like he picks up a gun. He's like, you son of a, (laughs) you son of a, yeah, I can't say it. And they're like, "He can't say bitch.
1: Yeah. That's cool.
0: And, and it's funny to hinge your entire character conflict in a children's movie over whether or not he'll say bitch. <laughs> yeah,
1: the word bitch. Specifically. Other, you know, he would say fuck or something like that, but. Um, I can't say bitch. Yeah. I mean, you know, you that's know. good. Maybe he he was an early um, woke ally.
0: Oh, well, we got to talk about how they, how they even snuck into the, the movie set. So Ernest.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Is now pretending to be a snake handler, and he's doing this full southern swamp character. Yeah. And it's like, is Ernest doing this character?
1: Yeah, Ernest is like a genius impressionist.
0: Right. Which doesn't make any sense.
1: He's also the old lady. He goes to the talent agency as the old lady. and
0: You know, like, Jim Varney does a lot of characters. Jim Varney's an actor. Right. Ernest is also a character actor yeah yeah so while Ernest is dressed up as a snake handler right santa claus is trying to get joe right and he's watching this like movie drama no uh harmony star is at home but with santa sack oh yeah and she's sh- and she's sh- like she keeps like making wishes
1: well there's an orb so yeah the there's like an orb in a sack that you reach in and it you can it like you pull out anything that you want or something. I don't really know how it works. She keep, keeps pulling out stuff she doesn't want.
0: Well, it's, I think it's implied that there's many orbs in the sack.
1: Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So, I, she's <laughs> not just pulling at Look, uh, you know, <laughs> it's
0: a very large bulbous sack. Yeah. And she pulls out yeah, Sinta one like sack. It looks like uh, they look like the orbs from uh, Never Ending Story 2.
1: Mm. I don't know if I saw that second one. We
0: might have a future podcast episode.
1: Oh, dear. Um,
0: Never Ending Story 3 is my favorite of the sequels. But uh, nice. Jonathan Brandis, RIP, is a pretty good R.I.P. Dude. Uh, do you think Ernest or Pee-wee molested him?
1: <laughs> oh, did he kill himself because he got molested, do you think?
0: No. He just killed himself at twenty one years old.
1: Damn, bro. Yeah. Those bastards. How could they? He was the most one of, he was the most pure.
0: They saw ladybugs and just couldn't handle themselves.
1: I always remember him from Seaquest. He was the dolphin talking kid.
0: Yeah. Sidekicks.
1: Oh, yeah, sidekicks, of course. Um yeah, so the the snake handler thing, that's a very southern character guy. That's like a you know, if you're like in the south, like that sort of shit tickles you so much more than I feel like if you're not. Cuz you're like, oh, that's us. <laughs> you know. Like, oh, we're such rednecks. Like people like yeah. southern people love those jokes. So
0: you, so yeah, you uh you still think this is a good movie?
1: <laughs> I think that the uh I appreciated the craft. Let's just leave it at that. Of
0: what? Of what?
1: The pacing of the movie, you know?
0: It sounds like you just like the local references.
1: No, 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 no. I think I can... This
0: movie is is not well-paced. Look,
1: you're a coastal elite, okay? Our movies aren't for you.
0: You live on the... You're from the coast. Orlando's the east coast.
1: Orlando's central Florida. And I'm not from Orlando. I would never be from from Orlando. Orlando sucks. I'm from Tampa Bay. But coastal, so that's, on the east. That's, that's the that's south. On the, that's the, the south doesn't count in terms of coastal elites. That's just for you, uh, you know, west coast and then northeast. That's what the coastal elites are referring to.
0: You just like any movie you saw as a child.
1: <laughs> no, I think that this movie, like, it moves from... See, see, it's, this seems like a stupid trite thing to talk about, but it makes the movie, like a lot of movies don't, just like keep the pace going and stuff uh f- you know as well as this movie
0: so you think like when they go to the um the storage room or whatever like the the freight room of the airport and they keep cutting back to the reindeer's over and over <laughs> and over again you think that's moving really fast yeah cuz it's not it's just a very repetitive boring B storyline
1: that's just because you're a coastal elite
0: and uh what movie did you tell me this week sucked on text
1: (laughs) oh i don't remember what what midnight run oh yeah well this is a kids movie though and it's a christmas movie so Uh i feel like you watch it with a different lens but midnight run is like for grown up like for grown men it's not funny and it's the soundtrack sucks
0: do you think it's well paced
1: i guess i don't know I gave this yeah. the same amount of stars as Midnight Run.
0: That's, I mean, that's pathetic.
1: <laughs> well, that's how I feel. And there's no metric for figuring there's out who no is way more right, these, you or me.
0: These two movies, those two movies are not on the same level.
1: Um, well, I mean, that's the challenge of, you know, uh, rating every type of movie together in the same rating system, I think, is that you...
0: It sounds like you just don't have an opinion if you think those movies are on the same. If you have if you give them the same recommendation, then you just don't you're just not making
1: well, for a what decision. the what they you're are. You're not making a decision. What they No, for what they are, like for a Christmas family movie, um you know, uh I would give this the same amount of recommendation for somebody who's like, I want to watch a, fu- a funny buddy cop movie. It's like it's almost it's almost it's almost something, but it's not really.
0: So you like artists, but you don't like Midnight Run.
1: I don't like Midnight Run.
0: But you gave him the same rating.
1: I like. <laughs>
0: you don't, You see what I'm like. What do you? Just make a decision.
1: Well, well, I'm trying to be. <laughs> oh like, fuck cares? Nobody cares about this.
0: No, this is like I now. I know who our audience is. Like, I have friends who listen to the podcast, like...
1: Our audience is all people who have allegedly committed mayhem.
0: Half our audience. Yeah. The other half of my audience, this is for... They're very intrigued by you.
1: (laughs) Oh, great. Great.
0: Because they don't know you. So they're like, who is this Adam guy?
1: Who is this this, this, genius?
0: One of my friends said, you sounded like someone... (laughs) Like You'd be the worst person to have a conversation with at a party.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. No.
0: Because of your dog shit movie
1: takes. (laughs) Sometimes my takes are not dog shit, I would say.
0: I mean, it's just ridiculous that you think Ernest A's Christmas is well-paced when it's...
1: I'm telling you, man, the way they go back and forth between the scenes with the guy with the weird eye... and that or the three <laughs> they go back and
0: like while we go quickly over the plot like they're just going back and forth like she's the girl is like taking so many toys out of the bag and yeah blah 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 anyway santa claus cannot convince joe
1: yeah i mean Joe is being fu- such a fucking wishy-washy like shithead it's like you don't even like him
0: well he wants to get paid I mean, he's being polite to Santa. He's like humoring him, but he's like, "Look, I don't fucking believe
1: you." Oh, right, um, sure, yeah, he doesn't believe Santa
0: me. Claus tries to bring him his sack, and it's the wrong sack because the girl stole it because she's trying to take all the toys. So yeah. he can't convince Joe, and Joe's like, "Look, I don't. You're a fucking crazy idiot. I'm not going to quit my movie career."
1: Yeah, well, he's getting buttered up to be Santa by Claus. the by the coastal elites. They're really buttering him up. Make- what city do you live in? <laughs> Um, right now I live in Laguna beach. Okay. California, baby. The coast. Yeah. For. Elites. Yeah. So
0: you're a coastal elite. You dumb asshole.
1: I know. Oh, I'm saying that, that this is what the movie is saying.
0: Whatever. So
1: I'm not pro whatever this movie is doing all the time. Two
0: fucking midgets show up <laughs> off the airplane and they go through the border patrol.
1: Those are incredible little people. Yeah. O- they're very old. Them.
0: I recognize them. from other 80s shit. Yeah. So they, uh, the custom agent is just like, oh boy, here we go. Two little freaks. Um, and then they show up with the reindeer and they're like, these are our reindeer. Yeah. It's for, like, it's like the reindeer are for Santa's helper. <laughs> Santa's helpers.
1: Yeah. I have a question for you. What? Do you like the the fat guy and the the uh, bo- yeah
0: uh, I like them in Ernest Goes to Camp I don't like them in this movie
1: um, do you know what the guy is the fat guy's name is you- uh, no you might want to look it up and then say it out loud
0: Gaylard Sartain
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> he's a good actor I mean he's another he's in a bunch
1: of shit yeah but man what a name Gaylard.
0: he's in the Hollywood Nights bro he's the cop
1: uh, what's the Hollywood nights?
0: You stupid asshole. <laughs> you never seen the Hollywood nights with Tony Danza and Robert <laughs> wool.
1: No, damn, it sounds good.
0: It's like a Porky's American graffiti kind of, Oh, it's cool. more of an American graffiti kind of movie, yeah. but they had a lot of sex jokes and Robert wool is, uh, constantly trying to fuck the whole movie.
1: That's cool. That sounds good. um,
0: but, yeah. Anyway.
1: So, uh, yeah.
0: The fucking midgets, they get up, they get Santa's sleigh going.
1: I don't think they're elves. I think they're just regular. Yeah.
0: Ernest is now, fl- like, he gets. Why is he flying to sleigh?
1: Uh, they they, 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 their feet can't reach it or something. Is that the idea?
0: Oh, yeah. He's a taxi driver, right?
1: Right. See, this story has been very thought through. <clears throat> it makes a lot of sense.
0: So, uh, Joe is in a big, he's in the biggest building in Orlando. So it's like he's on the, <laughs> the fifth floor. The biggest building
1: in Orlando.
0: Yeah, he's on the fifth floor of an That's office. Where you park. Be, buddy. And they're trying to sign a contract. And he's like, I don't know. I don't like saying the bitch word. I mean, I'm already shooting the movie. Should I sign a contract? Yeah. I mean, I am shooting the fucking movie. I don't know if I should sign
1: the contract.
0: <laughs> and if I sign the contract, then I can't be Santa Claus with the magical powers. And then he looks out the window. Here's some of that great screenwriting Adam likes. Yeah. He looks out the window, and then he sees Ernest (laughs) flying Santa's sleigh in complete mayhem. Like, the worst shitty visual effect you've ever seen. Like,
1: ear-cutting mayhem?
0: Yeah. My friend, he did a live-action version of Reservoir Dogs.
1: The Ernest saves Christmas, some guy.
0: So that, uh, he's like, he's him! He's Santa! And they're like, who's Santa? What's going on? Yeah. And he's like, I got to go. And then he leaves.
1: And the 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 agent guy's like, but look at my eye.
0: Look at my, bu- his bug eye just shoots out of his head like Evil Dead 2. Yeah. And then um, Santa runs downstairs, or uh, Joe runs downstairs, sees Santa. And they give a, he gives him a handshake. And then all of his magic transfers to Joe. Yes. And his beard grows back. He's in the red Santa outfit. Ernest is flying to sleigh and then he's he's got a, instead of landing they're like, he's fo- like crashing toward towards them and then he stops at a vertical he like floats vertically above them Yeah,
1: that's a pretty cool effect special effect
0: yeah real magical
1: yeah um, yeah there's a that's the that's the crazy shit that Ernest is doing at the end is that he's just flying around the world a bunch of like really fast or in a sleigh with the elves behind him. And yeah, there's
0: literally a shot of the entire planet, and there's like a, <laughs> a light, like a shooting star of Ernest, like, spinning around the planet. Yeah. And, then, and this is what I'm just thinking, like, Santa Claus flew a fucking airplane. I mean, Ernest could fly the sleigh. It takes no magical ability.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's no reason for him to have taken this flight that set the entire plot of the movie in motion. And to, like, to go in disguise and, like, try to convince people that he's Santa, but not show them any evidence. When he, He's not, like, against doing that for or anything. He's just, like, not doing it.
0: He's just unable to sell anyone on him.
1: He's trying to just do it through, yeah, his own charisma.
0: So then, what, Joe gets in the fucking sleigh and then everything's good? That's the end of the movie?
1: Uh, oh, the, no, it rains in, or, or it snows in Orlando.
0: And then that businessman guy's like, oh,
1: it's snowing! Yeah, the guy from the beginning.
0: And he doesn't, like do something nice because of it, right? He just is, like, happy.
1: Yeah, it just makes people happy.
0: It's not like he was about to close an orphanage, and now he's like, oh, wait, Santa's real. I'm not going to close the orphanage.
1: Yeah, it's good uh, It's good storytelling. Also, like, I expected Santa, the new Santa, to, like, give Harmony Star a baseball glove or something that she actually wants, but then she doesn't. But she gets to ride on the sleigh, I guess. But, um, yeah, that seemed like that would have been probably good for Good, a good... Let's
0: keep the Christ in Christmas and not give any of these uh, lesbians uh,
1: Yeah, it would have been cool if so. he gave her like a Bible A new hymen Yeah <laughs> <laughs> He reaches in the sack and pulls out a new hymen
0: Man, this new vape I got is just tearing up my throat
1: Damn, that sounds sick, dude
0: It's probably was on sale because it's poison
1: Yeah, it's just like rat poison Um, So yeah, they uh, are. I uh, the stupid Joe weird guy gets in his stupid sleigh and he's going to move to Prussia, I guess. And Ernest and Harmony Star get on the sleigh and they're going to go for. They're going to save Christmas, you know, uh, and then they leave Santa and this old woman from the children's hospital, who I like this old lady actor, by the way.
0: She's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, she's really good. Her, her big movies and she's in 16 Candles and she's in um, one of the police academies. She's in Police Academy 4 mm. is the old lady who joins.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, she. I could see her being good in that. <laughs> and uh, she's in Home Alone. Of course. Yes. That's where I remember her from, I guess. But yeah, so they leave Santa and Ernest and Harmony fly off to do Christmas and they leave Santa. And he's like, I'm a regular guy now and then the movie basically ends with like santa getting pussy
0: yeah that's the first thing he does he's just like i'm gonna get a shot a beer and some tang. yeah real nasty florida gator puss yeah
1: so it's a very nice happy ending oh and then there's a little cold or little uh funny blackout scene with the with gaylord and bobby
0: yeah he does this annoying thing where he like makes his eyes go back and forth yeah like that actor in uh, Jacob's Ladder.
1: Uh, you said annoying, but you meant like cool and funny.
0: It just happens three times and it's not funny any of the times.
1: He's not like good enough at it. It's hard to do. Did you try to do it? <laughs> Be honest. Be- yes, I did try to do I it. I knew it. I knew it.
0: And you bl- you blink every time you make your eye do that.
1: <laughs> what? I don't know. If-
0: <laughs> when, you, when you look far, to the far left, to the far right, it's like
1: that's not that's not happening I feel like Sorry. if you
0: do it really fast, you start blinking if you do it with your eyes open, you can't do it as fast,
1: yeah, that's what I'm saying is like he it's like this guy's little like trick you know funny little gag he can do that only he can do, but it's like it's not funny it's not you gotta like you know be a little bit it's gotta be a little bit more wild you gotta like Marty Feldman, you gotta have something like that level where your eyes are just like crazy. He's, like, moving them back. He, it just seems like something he practiced a lot and got, like, okay at.
0: It's half-assed, like everything else in this fucking movie.
1: But that's, like, that's very much, like, how, like, a country music video would end. I feel like one of, like, the funny ones. Not, a, like, a Toby Keith song that's not about, like, how we should be in Iraq.
0: Is this your example that I told you to think of? Yeah,
1: I I, I got, I thought of, of a Toby Keith. I mean, I can't, if you give me one i second, second, I'll, I'll try to find something.
0: You've had the whole episode.
1: Well, I didn't want. I wanted to be present, and I was. Boy, was I present!
0: So you still like this movie?
1: Uh, no. I, I well, I mean, does two and a half stars mean I don't like it?
0: You think it's average?
1: Yeah, I think it has some good good qualities. I mean, I just watched some pretty shitty movies. I watched this movie. I watched the Hot Chick. um, and that's a worse movie than this movie, I would say. Uh, but also, you know, it has its good parts. Hold on, I'm trying to find a funny, a, a funny good one. Or like, remember that song that was like by uh, there, there was like a who's the blue collar guy who's not uh, Jeff Foxworthy, Bill Engvall. There was like a Bill Engvall song from one of his bits. Do you remember? Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> it's called. Is the music video you're talking about? There's a there's a video called "Here's Your Sign." Uh, by And it's based on a Bill Engvall bit where he's like, stupid people should have a sign that says, I'm stupid. So you can, like, no, or something like that. And the verses are like Bill Engvall's, r- the routine. And then the choruses are like Travis Tritt uh, singing a pretty catchy, pretty catchy uh, song.
0: Well, I guess this is an example. So yeah, you can go on YouTube and look up Bill Engvall, here's your sign. Yeah. Music video.
1: Um you could do that and thank me later. So
0: anyway, uh this movie is a piece of shit. I don't recommend it. If you have kids, I wouldn't show it to them. There's better Ernest movies. I would start with Ernest Goes to Camp
1: and oh, of and Ernest
0: Goes to Jail. Of
1: course. I agree.
0: Ernest Scared Stupid and then maybe if they still want to watch more Ernest movies, but how could they?
1: <laughs> I want to dedicate this episode to my grandma who uh rest in peace, who uh she loved Ernest. It was like her the only thing that she liked. Are you joking? No.
0: <laughs> Why didn't you bring this up earlier? <laughs> I don't
1: know, I, just, I wasn't thinking. Uh, but she, uh, yeah, she never thought anything was funny or anything like that. But she would fucking lose her shit whenever Ernest stuff would be on. And she was not from the southern side of my family. So that goes to show you that it does actually cross over the mainstream well, appeal.
0: Obviously, it crosses over. <laughs>
1: That's obvious. Look, um, I
0: like Jim Varney. I think he's very talented. Um, but this movie, I just think is very half half-assed and phoned in by everybody involved. Like, it's a, it's a. I think it's just a scam for everybody to make a few hundred grand.
1: Well, maybe they also were like, uh, toning it, toning the good like parts that could have been better down and making you know because it was like oh we trying to make we're trying to make like a Christmas family movie they're making it kind of lamer and then maybe that ultimately you know m- made them be like hey we need to we need to we need to go hard we need to be edgy why are you
0: defending them
1: <laughs> who john and john and jim
0: yeah like why who cares well i'm
1: just no it's i'm not defending i'm more just like uh you know you're
0: making up theoretical excuses yes based on nothing <laughs> yes <yeah. laughs> nothing and you know, here's what i know about these people and this is where my theory comes from yeah. i know they used to make 50 commercials a month for all sorts of horrible products like and
1: with yeah with they, jim they
0: they just want to make fucking money they don't give a shit
1: well of course i mean this the, the director his whole career basically was just all the earnest movies Um,
0: And I don't, I just feel like if you're making that many commercials a month, you don't give a shit, like you're working on a movie, you're like, wow, this is taking up so much more time and effort than doing a bunch of commercials. Let's just get this done as fast as possible.
1: I mean, it's not, it's not as, it's not as bad as, as that. I think it's not like, like the Vern scene is you could tell, like, that's a scene that they are not like phoning it in.
0: Yeah, that's (laughs) there's three scenes where they don't phone it in there's the really funny custom scene the christmas tree on the freeway scene and then the the hay scene i don't and know then, if you can
1: really count the custom scene if it's just like you think it's funny because it's, it's just, witty oh it's like oh funny. his passport and shit i thought you're just talking about how the guy no, i'm talking didn't.
0: about the racism i think oh. the racism is funny okay okay like i think right, that's like that's like a mad magazine joke like that was totally appropriate for the time
1: sure I'll respect that. I respect your opinion on that. Um,
0: So um, you like the movie. You think it's good.
1: I think it's amazing.
0: Why can't you just have a real opinion?
1: I, uh, no, I think, well, like they, uh, (laughs) I mean, now we're just really uh, in the weeds on this and not uh, (laughs) like, no, (laughs) who gives a shit about what I actually think about this movie. But uh, like, you know, the scene where they break San out of jail, like, and he's like this, snobby guy like obviously those scenes suck um
0: I think that's one of the be- that's one of the better scenes I think what sucks is the Santa Claus is m- rambling yeah on a park bench to an old black man it's a fucking <laughs> boring scene or like
1: that seems so beautiful many do-
0: or like any scene in the bus terminal yeah or the train station is boring like there's so many boring scenes that don't have earnest or s- something cool happening with Santa Claus and I'm just like where is Ernest? Why is this movie so fucking stupid?
1: yeah, but then, but during those scenes, you get to look at that guy 's eye, and that's pretty good. I think I recommend this movie just based on being able to watch what this guy 's eye does during the movie it's just imagine pretty wild.
0: you completely high like <laughs> this movie's really fast paced. <laughs> It's not because I'm just talking to my friend the entire time.
1: <laughs> I definitely lost, like, lost what was going on around like the hour mark. I would say of this movie, where I'm like, where the, he's doing all these characters and stuff. I'm like, what is happening in this movie right now? That
0: happens to you when you watch any movie, though.
1: No, no, it doesn't.
0: You you tend to lose the plot.
1: I mean, there's that whole like thing about like. Uh, you know, the, uh, those exposition scenes need something to be just something. Like I think it saved the cat. It's called the Pope in the Pool, so they need like you know things things going on because the like, exposition is like boring to hear. So yeah, I don't like exposition. If that's what you are saying, and this
0: movie is full of exposition scenes because it's terribly written.
1: Um, but what about when that the new Santa is really connecting with children? Isn't that sweet?
0: And they're like, see, he's very popular with children. Yeah,
1: he has framed photos of children all over his house. That's what—that's the kind of guy we need in Hollywood. theres no, It makes no sense why he's being courted by this big Hollywood thing for a horror movie. <laughs> like, why are they, you know? That's like a funny little twist, I guess, for the movie, but it's like... Why did they? Why were they doing these like chemistry reads with these little kids and him before, so he can be like because killed by a monster guy? Because it's lazy. I mean, I guess if maybe. You know, you never know. It could have been. A- well,
0: maybe uh, maybe Jim Varney was a appro- like approach to be in horror movies and slasher movies, and like we're gonna make an earnest horror movie, you know? Yeah. We're gonna do it on the cheap, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and it's gonna be a big hit. And he's like. Nah, Ernest is for the kids. We're not gonna do that. Yeah,
1: that's a very. Ernest is for the children. Damn, this really is like such a cle like a classic Southern conflict, or like any anytime you see a conservative movie, that's the fucking con- like I feel like it's like the devil. That's and...
0: not the p- well. That's not the. P-
1: we're right. Well, no, I, I know, I- but but no, but that but oh. that's the thing with that's the plot with. I mean, we're we're getting pretty bad. We should just. Well, it's kind of <laughs> like we should stop. It's
0: kind of like. Isn't it kind of like Last Temptation of Christ? Like yes. Joe is Christ, and then his agent is the devil, and he's like, "I could, uh, you could get off that cross. You could have a life with Mary." Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, it would have
0: been cool if Joe like did sign the contract, and you know, Christmas went away, and then he was becoming more successful, but the world was becoming like a, a harsher place, dystopia, and then he like. And then it, it like there's like a flash cut, and then he's back in the office, and he's like, "No."
1: Yeah. That would have been cool. Yeah, that would have been awesome. It, the movie should have just ended with a slow zoom in on that guy's eye, and then and there's like snowflakes in the in in his. You see, like snow falling in his in his eye, and that's how the movie ends. Just an I idea. I'm sorry,
0: what are you talking about?
1: I'm just saying that a good ending for the movie would have been if uh, we just got a real sweet zoom in on that guy's eye and then there were snowflakes falling in the, it in the, in the, when you zoomed in.
0: Like it's, uh, is this, isn't that literally the ending of Krumpus?
1: Oh, i never saw it.
0: The house, turn, they zoom out and the house is a uh, in a snow globe. I think that's what you're trying to say.
1: Uh, Yeah, but instead of a snow globe, it's that guy's eye.
0: But we should have ended with uh, Santa Claus blowing his brains out after yeah. he had no purpose in his life.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool. We should end this well, podcast. Let me look, let me like look at my notes and see if I had anything in.
0: else I wanted to bring up.
1: Okay. He's got, yeah, there's a little Easter bunny joke at the end, classic. Uh, yeah. I know.
0: That's It's so funny how that's literally how, like, so much of this is in Nightmare Before Christmas. Like. Just
1: picture, though, picture that Ernest is a, is a bi icon and now think about how good the movie is.
0: Why would that change how i feel about the movie i don't know
1: you're right that movie's not good
0: the movie sucks so it's, what's not, your so, new, it's not so it's not a, a your one new and a half. score
1: it's still two and a half i'd stand by it more fervently than ever
0: out of five or ten
1: <laughs> out of five <laughs> comparing That's it to other christmas family christmas movies
0: santa claus is better
1: the santa claus i agree
0: santa claus the movie is better
1: yeah yeah with tim allen right
0: no, with Dudley Moore. Oh, what?
1: what are you talking about?
0: You and have never like even seen that movie. Who cares? Santa Claus the movie's awesome, dude. Why? And that movie, um, they find out the food they give the reindeers makes them fly. So then they start selling candy canes, and it makes all the children fly in the sky. It's I remember Moulton gave it one star in his movie guide it's a movie i liked when i was a kid sure
1: um, i didn't watch old kids movies when i was a kid i watched like
0: well it's from 1983 like 80, it's from 1985 so it was like new it was like recent when i saw it
1: i also think i liked you know i didn't like straight christmas movies i liked funny shit
0: uh-huh
1: so yeah i had this on quite a bit at the old batter's household <laughs>
0: So the only other Christmas movie you've seen is Santa Claus?
1: <laughs> no, um, my family, we're a big uh, Christmas vacation family.
0: I'm more of a European vacation mm. kind of person. Fair enough. But really, yeah. I mean, vacation is the funny one.
1: I, I Christmas vacation is very funny.
0: It's all right. It's better than this movie.
1: Also, you got to like, yeah, Christmas movies really suck. And they're like, it's hard also when you get older to like get christmas <laughs> the christmas spirit out of them you know you're like you there is no christmas spirit anymore so those movies lose the lose a little well
0: yeah one thing one thing i was thinking about was like i believed in santa claus when i was what four and then by the time i was five and a half i was already over it like it's a very short window to believe in santa claus
1: i feel yeah i feel like my nephew is seven i feel like he's already he already doesn't and i i i kind of have forgotten to even think about framing christmas shit in that way when i talk to him i'm just like oh yeah we wrapped your presents yeah santa's dead it's just me now
0: it's just me now there's no santa i killed him <laughs> yeah okay i'm gonna get you your fucking presents
1: it'd be cool if like goth kids and stuff and like people who are like god is dead they should be like saying that about santa like kids should like be writing in their notebooks in high school. Like Santa is dead.
0: Goth kids like Nightmare Before Christmas, so
1: I know they do. I would I like that movie. I just don't like musicals really, but otherwise, I, I that movie's cool. But
0: that movie, um, I don't think they knew how big it was going to be because some of the lyrics are so sh- like the rhymes are so crowbarred. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> by Danny Elfman and like Tim Burton, like they're just like they phoned it in. They're really like, I I, I gotta th- I can't think of an example, but like, there's definitely some of the verses where they're just like, it's like, is this one draft?
1: Right. Um, damn. Well. Yes. After this movie, maybe I do believe in Santa again. I believe in magic. Okay,
0: let's uh, wrap this up. So there's no Christmas. Santa's dead, and this movie sucks.
1: Uh, That's my final thought. That covers it um yeah i mean the thing i'm taking away most is 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 uh the guy's eye and that scene where he was standing in front of the magnifying glass in front of a room full of kids and his uh just showing them his bulge
0: yeah his like moose knuckle is all magnified yeah
1: this if you want to see santa's moose knuckle this is the movie for you
0: yeah that's all this is that's it
1: i hope th- i hope that we uh fuck up the recording on this one and i can't release it